process. And for me, it's very, it can look really different depending on the individual. For me, I did break probably 30 or 40 or 50. They don't even actually know because x-rays and ultrasounds were pretty bad back then. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, I broke a lot in utero. And then growing up, I broke, I think I've broken like 16 bones since I was born. But yeah, the vast majority happened before I was born. Mm. Um, I was also thinking... Well, I was thinking of um, a conversation with an anthropologist, Mary Catherine Bateson, who talks about composing a life, which is kind of akin to the musical, you know, the improvisational nature of life and improvisation being being a virtue in a musical life as well. And then in some ways you've like that virtue of music has has worked with the virtues you acquired in, again, like being in your body and leading the life that is yours. Yeah, I that's a good way to put it, composing a life. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, disability, a big gift of that is innovation and rethinking how things are done. And I mean, a lot of people with disabilities, I think, have done that in their own lives. And one thing I'm grateful for, and I don't really know, I mean, maybe it's my parents or things I've read over the years, but I do really feel that you have the responsibility to kind of shape your life as much as you can to fit not just you, but like, I mean, the broader sense of where you contribute and stuff. And so um, my life has been transformed and retransformed a lot of different times. Um, Mm. And I'm sure that won't stop. But I think it's a really fun part of being alive is that you can kind of create. I mean, and I know I'm coming from a privileged place in terms of support and stuff. But I do think that humans are inherently creative and you can work with all sorts of situations. Like I'm actually, I know this sounds terrible, but I've had a really fun time figuring out how to adapt to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I, although the pandemic itself is terrible and I know that a lot of people are suffering, like from a creative standpoint of, well, how do I make art now? That part has actually been pretty invigorating to mm-hmm. me. But that's because I think if you see your whole life is like, yeah, how do you create in the moment something that works, then a lot of different situations can lead to something kind of like a positive outcome or at least not be a wasted time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been a few months during this pandemic that I've been pretty depressed. So I'm not saying that I get up every day at like eight o'clock and make a ton of music or whatever. But in general, I don't feel like there's ever a lack of stuff you can learn or create. And I think being a creative is an asset. I wish that all people were encouraged to be creative. That's a big thing with like my teacher encouraging me because it does give you this like skill set that helps you cope in weird times like this, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you're a Minnesota girl. You're a northern Minnesota girl. Yes. And I have to say, like, the very first thing I heard of your music was you playing the fiddle. And I, I, I assumed, and I've spent a lot of time in that part of the world, and I assumed that you were Irish and you were then an Irish transplant to Minnesota. Um, so, I, but it's not something you grew up with, I don't think, from what I can tell. Um, I actually first discovered the fiddle in Scotland, and, and as, as, oh. as you know, which, but even though Scottish and Irish fiddle sound very much alike, they're also very different in their way. Yeah. Um, but I've always felt like, as much as any other music, the fiddle, well, Celtic music in particular, but the fiddle in particular, really like 
it holds pain and joy all at the same time. It carries this sadness, this old sadness that is yeah. ongoing, but it also carries right with it this possibility of something big enough to meet that sadness. Or like that's the way I would say it. Um, yeah. There's something that is very moving about fiddle music, and it's maybe there were fiddle tunes that weren't moving when they were first made, but those aren't the ones that we have today because they're hundreds of years old and we have kept the ones that touch us as people, right? And like one of my favorite things to do when I'm playing 